0: The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Oh, come, let us adore. of the living God. Let's lift up our voices and let us shout with the voice of triumph. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Say Merry Christmas to your neighbor. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, and um, good morning again everybody. Um, Today is Christmas Day. <laughs> and I mean we, we, we are here to celebrate um Christmas and um to just you know be together as a community, even though it's for one hour, you know, um to set the tone for um the, the, the chicken or the turkey or the um the, the jello fries that we have put afterwards, you know, and all that. And you know, whatever happened, you know, ensure that you have a Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so, so today, I mean, very briefly, we are going to be looking at, you know, we, we looked at how to be positioned um, in the part one for blessings, and we, we looked at the first, very first Christmas, and we looked at the lives of, the people there, there Mary, Joseph, um, the shepherds, um, wise men, and how they position themselves for God's blessings. And, and last week, no, Sunday, we looked at um, the, the fears of Christmas and fearless Christmas. How, and we looked at the first Christmas again, um, the lives of Mary, Joseph, and we had Zechariah and, and, and um, King Herod. And we saw that fear was present in the first Christmas, and we saw how God dealt with fear. And today we are looking at a joyful Christmas. Joyful <laughs> Christmas. And and we will see the things that are, are try to steal the joy from the people's hearts. But we, obviously for time we can't look at all the people. We just look at, we just look at Mary. We look at the fear that Mary f- faced. Um, sorry, the, um, what tried to steal Mary's joy. And we look, we look at um, Joseph. Then we look at the wise men. So straight off the bat. The number one joy killer in our lives during Christmas and beyond is anxiety. It's anxiety. We, are, we get anxious. We get anxious. Mary was anxious. The scriptures we read yesterday, I mean, on the, the, uh, um, Sunday, the Bible says Mary was confounded. She was confused. Said to the angel, how can these things be? And this, this Christmas, there are many things that happen that we are anxious about. We are anxious about the dress we wear. Well, you are looking beautiful this morning, so... I mean, you crossed that bridge already (laughs) here. Praise the Lord. We are anxious about the food we eat. Is it enough? Is it delicious enough? Have I done the best for my children this Christmas? We are anxious about, you know, after Christmas... You know, after Christmas, everybody's happy, but daddy's looking at his pocket his, his and he's seeing what has left, you know. So, we, we, I mean, there are so many things to be anxious about. But what did Mary do when she was anxious? And we need to do what Mary did when she was anxious. So, when Mary was anxious, she chose to trust God I don't know what you are anxious about this morning. But I have the antidote. And that is, trust God and accept his plans. Trust God and accept his plans. Verse 38 of Luke 1 that we read on Sunday. I mean, just nails it for us. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. I am willing to accept whatever he wants. May everything you have said come true and the angel left. Have you ever made this decision in your life? That I accept God's plan for my life. The day you make that decision... I accept that God loves me. Sometimes we struggle that God loves us and we don't accept that God loves us. And because we don't accept that God loves us, we are anxious about being accepted by men. But the day you accept that God loves me, I totally accept it. God loves me so much, he named me God Loves Me. (laughs) That's the meaning of my my name, by the way. (laughs) The day I accepted that God loves me, anxiety and it's a continuous thing, it's not the once and for all thing. You need to accept what God has said about you, that you are wonderfully and fearfully made. You need to accept that God loves you. Mary accepted, and the result is 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 is, it's nothing but joy in Luke 1, Luke 1, Luke 1 47. Mary said, my spirit finds its joy in God my savior. So, the result is joy. When you put your trust in God, when you trust God completely for your life, the result inevitably is joy. The second joy killer, joy depleter, in our lives during Christmas And beyond, apart from anxiety, is resentment over hurt. Bitterness. Hurt. Someone hurt us. Maybe even on your way to work today, your husband said something that was hurtful. Or your wife did something that is hurtful. Or you got a call from your cousin. That one that has been jealous of you since you were small. And said something that was hurtful. We struggle with hurt. We may hear a news from someone that we have given our all to. And it's a news of betrayal. Like Joseph heard. Joseph was hurt when Mary broke the news and pregnant Joseph. And Joseph knew it was not him. Because if it is you, you will know. He knew it was not him. So he was hurt. Now, what did Joseph do when he was hurt? We need to do what Joseph did when he was hurt. What did Joseph do when he was hurt? Joseph was hurt and he chose to offer grace and forgiveness. You need to offer grace forgiveness. i are like, okay, but pastor, I mean, it must have been easy for Joseph, you know, because um, the angel came and told him. In my own case, I've not seen any angel yet. But if you look at that story carefully, the angel didn't tell Joseph the same time he told Mary. In fact, he told Joseph, ah, now the question when I read it I'm like why didn't God just tell them together and solve this problem God told Mary allowed Mary to tell Joseph watch to what Joseph will do watch his response so at that time Joseph was on trial as it were it was a test what will he do what will he do and in Matthew 1:19 he says, Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man. And did not want to disgrace her publicly. So, he decided to break the engagement quietly. That's a beautiful example of grace. Joseph already offered grace. I forgive you, but you know, we can't do this. I can't marry you. But if you were bitter... It will make a, a mess of Mary. Do you know that? In fact, the, the laws on ground were very stringent about those kind of things. Mary should be stoned, actually, to death. But Joseph offered grace. Joseph let the heart go. I can't continue, but go your way. And when we see what God's response in verse 20, it says, after deciding this, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, you know, um, this is truly of God. She's carrying. So it was after Joseph had decided to offer grace. It was after Joseph and desire to forgive that God decided to bless him. Praise the name of the Lord. So what am I saying? Joseph got blessed because he did not get bitter. Billions of people are losing their blessings to bitterness. Joseph got blessed because he did not get bitter. He didn't get bitter. oh, God has brought you here for you to hear us say to you this morning, let it go. Look at your neighbor, say, let it, let it go. Someone hurt you five years ago. That is the best they can do. Hurt you five years ago. They don't have the power to hurt you today. Someone hurt you 20 years ago, 10 years ago. They don't have the power to hurt you today. But guess what? You allow them to hurt you today by being resentful. So they are hurting you 10 years ago. They are still hurting you today because you allow them to hurt you. I know forgiveness can be tough. But you're not forgiving for them, you're forgiving for yourself. Joseph chose to be blessed instead of being bitter. What are you gonna choose this morning? There was a man that came from Ghana years ago. we were having midweek service and, and and he said to me, um, he said to me, Pastor, you know. <laughs> After midweek service he came to, to students as Pastor, that in Nigerian, you know, sometimes Nigerians behave in a very crazy way outside of the country. Even here. So, a Nigerian was a neighbor to him, and the Nigerian, long story short, while he was out, went into his house, raped his wife, and killed her. Maybe she was struggling or what have you, and disappeared. So, he has traced him back to a area. So, he said, pastor, I have a gun here. I have come to kill this man. But on that day, we said, Jesus, we said you should forgive. And he he now said to me, and you say I should forgive. I said, I didn't say you should forgive. (laughs) I I said, Jesus says we should forgive. Let's go and look for this Jesus. (laughs) So that we can... uh, (laughs) You have to be wise. You have to be wise in this world. Somebody has a gun. It's bitter. He says, you say I should forgive. You go... <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I said, My brother, my brother, my brother. I said, My brother, I did not say you should forgive. I said, hey. I, said I didn't say so. I said, Jesus said so. <laughs> and we prayed together. I don't know. I prayed, I prayed, didn't do it. I don't know. And they left my office. You know, this pastor's job is like uh, very can be dangerous, you know. Are you going to be bitter? Or are you going to be better? Are you going to be bitter? Are you going to be blessed this morning? What's it going to be? Joseph chose grace. So, the first enemy is what? Anxiety. Anxiety. Mary chose to trust God. And her anxiety melted and she was filled with joy. The second enemy is what? Resentment and hurt. Joseph chose to be graceful. Graceful. And let it go. And he was filled with joy. The third enemy of joy. It's confusion. It's confusion. Where do I go? To the left or to the right? Should I go forward? Should I go backwards? What am I going to wear today? Am I, gonna, I mean, people are confused at Christmas. Some of you, you have changed your clothes three times. That's why you came late. <laughs> I mean, true of us the wise men were confused that when they got to Jerusalem they lost their direction they turned Jerusalem upside down they lost their joy they were looking for direction to the king of the jews they were confused and many of us we are seated here we are confused what do i do with this woman i have married what do i do with this family that god has given me what do i do with this business what do i do What do I do? The same way we learned from Mary and Joseph, the question is, what did the wise men do when they were confused? The wise men were confused and they chose to follow God's light. When you are confused, you need to choose to follow God's light. Matthew 2, 9. You need to follow God's light for your life. Matthew 2, 9. Yeah. So they continued their search. Following the star they had seen in the east. They went It went ahead of them until it stopped exactly over the place where the child was born. They didn't have a map. They didn't. They followed God's light. Many times we want God to give us a map for our lives. We want God to give us a map for our lives. And God doesn't work like that. God doesn't give us give you maps. God won't give you a map. Why doesn't He give you a map? Why doesn't He give us a map? It's simple, two reasons. He doesn't give you a map because number one, if He gives you a map and you see the map for your life, you'll be confused. Think about it. Look at, look at your life in retrospect. If you had known the map, sometimes we won't want to follow it. Because you'd be confused, you'd be afraid. So many things will happen. That's number one. Number two, why wouldn't God give you a map? Why won't give you a map? Because if, you, if He gives you a map, then you, are not, you won't be dependent on Him for direction. Because you already have the map. So, how does God do His things? God doesn't give us a map. He gives us a lamp. Hallelujah. He gives us a lamp. He gives us a lamp. We have a compass and a lamp. Psalm 111, verse 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light to my path. You see, the word of God is indispensable. You need to know your Bible. You need to read your Bible. You need to know what the word. And it is a lamp. It is a lamp. A lamp will just show you the next step. That's what a lamp does. It shows you as far as you need to go now. But you need to take that step to see the next step. If you don't, if you don't take that next step, you won't see the next step. God, we want God to give us the map. He doesn't. He doesn't. We want him to just. He doesn't. Gives us a lamp, and see what happened to the wise men in Matthew. Matthew two, ten. It says, "When the wise men saw where the star stopped, they were what? They were filled with joy. When you follow God's light, you'll be filled with joy." Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a big, a big, 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 round of applause. And they were filled with joy and rejoiced exceedingly. You need to stop following your intellect. You need to stop following your, your uh, certificate. You need to follow. Thank you. You need to follow God's light. You need to follow God's light for your life. the name of the Lord. So are you anxious this morning? Trust God. Trust him. Are you hurtful this morning? Let it go forgive are you confused this morning you need to pause and follow God's light his word his compass his spirit you're like but pastor it's not easy to trust God the reason you don't The struggle to trust God is because you don't know God. And that's why you need a savior this morning. Oh, pastor, I'm hurt, but it's not easy to forgive. Yes, in your strength, it's not easy to forgive. You cannot give what you don't have. It's only the forgiving that can forgive. If you appreciate what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary, you can be hurt, but... The grace to forgive will be available to you because you, you, you can give what you have. If you can't, you need to receive it this morning. It's the gift of God to you. You're like, okay, Pastor, I'm confused. I don't have God's light. Jesus is the light of the world. He has come for you and I. Let's bow down our hearts as we bow down our heads. You're like, Pastor. Today is Christmas. I want to give my life to Jesus. Well, I used to be with him, but I've come back. Can I come back to him? Yes, you can, my brother. You can, my sister. There's no better day than today. Should I come forward? You don't need to come forward. Wherever you are, we'll pray with you. Jesus will fill your heart. Anxiety will vanish. The pain and the hurt will melt away. The confusion will be eradicated with light. Pastor, that is me. Pray with me. Wherever you are seated, Pull up your hand now, over your head. Quickly, if I put up your hand, hand well. God bless you. Shoot it up. God bless you, sir. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Right there. God bless you, right there at the back. Right here. God bless you. God bless you. Right there. That is me. Pastor, God bless you. Keep the hands up. God bless you. Once you have the card, you can put on your hand. That is me. God bless you. And that hand right there, right corner. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Into my heart. Into my heart. Anybody else? Put up their hand. Come God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Shoot it up. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Put it up. God bless you. God bless you, God bless you sir. God bless you my right God bless you, my brother. Today. Come in to stay. Come in. Dress my heart. The rest of us, let's just thank him. Let's adore him. And let's sing this song one more time, everybody. Into my heart. Into my heart. Into my heart. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus. Come in today. In my my heart, heart Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. hallelujah clap your hands on you people let's